0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wise Woman Podcast. In this episode, we have Adama Cisse. We dive into astrology and how you can thrive right now in the thick of Mercury retrograde. We also talk a lot about Black Lives Matter, and this really is a call to action episode. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the wise woman podcast. I'm super pumped about today's guest. We have Adama. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Thank you for bringing me on. I love the name of your podcast wise woman. Yes. It's bringing all the wisdom together. How are you? We can't wait to hear everything that's happening right now, especially in Mercury retrograde.
1: Yes, I'm doing fabulous. Um, even you know, I live in New York City, and even though there's a lot going on here, especially, um, I've definitely been able to stay zen within the madness. With honestly practicing astrology and meditating, but it's it's been a very transformative time, and um, I'm excited to talk about just astrology <laughs> and what's going on right now with you guys.
0: Absolutely, because there's so much, like everything is happening all in all in one space. What is going on? or what really brought you into astrology? That's the best place to start. Yeah.
1: So my astrology brand or movement, or I don't even know, I got to think of the right word to call it (laughs) at this point, um, but it's called Lilith astrology. And um, I um, started professionally under this name, um, January, 2019. Um, but I've been a um, student of astrology, um, and had actually worked in the space, um, for, um, years prior. And, um, I consider myself a light worker and also shadow worker. So I'm a natal Scorpio sun. So, and conjunct Pluto and Mercury. So it's my job to take and sit with someone's pain, help them transform it and release it so that they can vibrate at a higher level and manifest the life they want for themselves. And I do that through astrology. Um, and so I have a really, Uh, intersectional feminist and political voice on my content and on in my horoscopes that I write on my own website because I just feel that we are all responsible or I am at least responsible for the human condition especially women because especially black women I'm a black woman myself so being the most marginalized group <laughs> it's like we have a double whammy. I that I take extra special steps to nurture that part of my community as well. Even though everybody of all backgrounds, genders, every everyone is welcome. So that is a personal passion of mine is helping people, you know, take the the trauma programming that they've um, that we've all received as children when we came to this this world, and to remove it in order to um, transcend. And so Lilith is actually um, an ancient mythology, and she's a divine feminine goddess in astrology. So that is one reason why I named my my brand
0: after that. (laughs) Beautiful, I love it. It's so grounded and heart centered. And we're in the thick of the pandemic. We're in the awakening of Black Lives Matter, and your clients are coming to you and having these profound astrological sessions, what are, are there any common themes or findings?
1: Absolutely. Um, everyone can I curse on this podcast. <laughs> everyone is dealing with bullshit right now in their lives. Everybody, everyone, even if the most spiritual person, I, I, I did, <laughs> I did. And I threw it away. So everyone on a collective scale, we're all seeing all of these symptoms coming up of a society that is no longer serving the collective. And all of us are waking up to who, a lot of us are waking up to who we are and rejecting that. And so when we get this type of friction in astrology, we actually call that a square aspect. That is how we can see change. So right now there's a lot of friction going on. In the collective over many different issues it's not just black lives matter it's the climate it's um the economy it's our health like it's we're in a health crisis um it's taking care of our most vulnerable and things that our current society as a global on a global scale is not doing like there's a famine going on so a man-made famine in yemen right now like there's so many <laughs> problems and it's so easy to pick one which I do because there's only so many hours in the day and sometimes you need to pick one, but these are all symptoms of a collective shift and all of these have to come out in order to be released. And so in your own life, microscopically, where are you um, taking crap that you shouldn't? Where are you um, subscribing to old narratives and old beliefs? And what's blocking you from actually living in your truth and your authentic self.
0: So that's, Beautiful. That's,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's the patriarchy and sometimes it's like Western yeah. culture. And then sometimes it's like your own compulsive negative thought pattern. There was, you know, it's so interesting. It's like I was looking at something that was on social media the other day and this well-known white male coach was talking about how black lives matter was part of a, uh, was a part of a terrorist organization and how, and, and like when we're talking about women going out and saying these things, like, I feel like we attacked women really in, intensely. And then a man was saying it and the same women were a little bit softer. And I just found that to be so insane.
1: So that is what, so Neptune went uh, retrograde last Monday. And so that enables us to really see garbage. And the whole point of what's going on right now is to just like see garbage and look subjectively. Okay, this is a symptom and I'm actually seeing this person for who they are. What am I going to do about it? So we, and you, like you saw that and you could see past it and you're like, Wow, I respected this person and now I see him for who he is. Let me, what am I going to do? Am I going to be silent or am I going to like say something, you know? And these women too, it's like they're all buying into this old program. It's an old it's it's such a deeply rooted program like let me let me bring it back to the story of Lilith because Lilith was the first woman before Eve this is the program that was set up essentially God and Adam thought that she was not equal to man and that she, you know, was beneath him and she did not accept that. And she defied God and left. That's like the ultimate protest. And the only way we change things is like doing that. But the thing is, the program is so embedded, even in in some spiritual leaders. I've seen garb, I've seen some garbage. I'm just like, next. I'm like, it's too bad that you weren't put into this life as a black person so that at least at least you can be on that 3d level with them and understand what it is and and really deeply understand in your soul what went on for so many years what went on for hundreds hundreds and hundreds of let's just say since the dawn of humanity according to mythology actually (laughs) the dawn of humanity it's been going on and you know lilith to me also, I was talking about this with a fellow astrologer. Um, she runs, um, she her Instagram's Black Women Cry, but she's literally was like, I'm so glad that you are the one talking about Lilith because to me, she represents the most marginalized people and that's Black women. So it's like, for so long, I've seen so many different like drawings of Lilith being like this white, like Norse pagan goddess. And it's like, no, we're lying to ourselves. The same crap where we lied to ourselves with Jesus is white with a beard. In the Bible. Let's get real and let's actually think about what these energies mean, and let's actually think about what it means to be a spiritual teacher. Does it doesn't mean to shame people for their experience? That's not what it means. It's to honor their experience and give them space to feel it. And help them actually spell it and throw it out. But I just see so much talk about, about do from a white perspective, and then there's you just if you don't have this experience of literally being a black girl, you know, in my experience for 32 years, you can't. There's no. There's no way that you can understand it. So you will think of any way to dishonor someone else's experience. I would love to know who this guy is. After.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was really sickening. I mean, we all called him out. It's, it's just another segment of the patriarchy and it's so fucked up. And these are, this is the rawness about this time. Like we, that's what we talk about a lot on this podcast. Like you just have to start being authentically yourself and like that's, and being aware, like being and letting all the other bullshit fall away. And we all need a little bit more Lilith in ourselves.
1: Well, everybody has, has Lilith in their chart. Um for me, it's in my first house of self so <laughs> and it, it, and understanding that it was just like an aha moment as I was studying these energies and and when I would see it in a woman's chart and then I would just interpret it and they were like yeah or even a man it's there and it, I'm not even speaking in terms of like actual gender too I, I have very masculine energy in my chart actually so it's like it, it, the way that Lilith plays with the um, majority elements in your chart is how you can kind of see it play out. It really doesn't matter parts, like body parts, but everyone has it. And it can be in a personal house, like the first house, like me, where you show up and that's what, you're, hey, Lilith is here to disrupt everyone's comfort. Or, you know, it could be in your 10th house, in your career house, or it can be at home. It can be in your partner. It can be in many different places. So that's my job. One of my specialties is looking at that. And then how can you take this? and completely shift that power struggle and and even the playing field and be authentically yourself that's really all Lilith was doing was being herself and did not care if God himself didn't agree with it <laughs> and that's what black people are doing right now I've seen so yeah. many Black videos on Instagram that I would I'm like girl I've never seen you talk like that like I'm deemed crazy before all this happened now it's like oh this is like normal I'm like but I, I've, I've said stuff online that it's like now it's like because of this whole shift, you can even say you can say feel people are feeling power to say it. Whereas before they were deemed angry black women or crazy or, you know, the angry intersectional feminists. Now it's like, ooh, like we need to listen to these people, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And even just now when like I, I was I was like, why am I afraid to call out this white guy? Right? Like, you're like, who's this guy? And even I was like, why aren't I calling him out? But it was Ross Johnson. And I can Mm -hmm. even, like, read. He said, BLM is a terrorist organization and Trojan horse. I mean, it's just... What did he say? He said, BLM is a terrorist organization and a Trojan horse being used to destabilize and dismantle the United States. So if you are listening to this and you follow... Ross Johnson, go ahead, unfollow him.
1: He's going to get ready for the moment for me because you've got to let go. Like, I literally went on a rant the other day and I was like, I'm not celebrating 4th of July. Like, what kind of program are you subscribing to that you were literally celebrating a holiday that was about white male dominance? There's no, uh, I just am like, all of these programs have been put in place to keep this dominating white patriarchal structure. And so of course, a white man in his subconscious brain be like, "I don't want to dismantle what's working for me. I'm this big spiritual teacher. Everyone he listens to me because I'm a white man. Why? Why would you want that dismantled?" And even the playing field, so that it's really about what you do and your skill instead of what you look like and what family you come from and what money you have, like. That's what's going on right now. People think that like Donald Trump, I I swear like an ex-boyfriend's father to me was a Trump supporter and also ex-NYPD cop. Like, I was like, this is not working. He literally was like, Trump worked really hard to get to where he was. And that's when I was like, we're in trouble. This guy's gonna, this is before he, this is like early, early Trump. Like when he was first popping off, like this guy's gonna win. And I knew, I didn't even need astrology to know that. Because this is deep. It's everywhere. And that's why it's it's like George Floyd, I think also was a trigger to a lot of different people in a lot of different industries. Because I can you can see it in corporate America, there's like a whole calling out of like bullshit because you know big corporations are posting you know black lives and we care. And it's like, oh then why do you don't have any black executives or why don't you have any black employees of zero? Like what's going on? You care? Okay. Last time I checked. It. Or, you know, your, your CEO is one of the biggest corporate donors to, um, Donald Trump, like all, but the thing is, is like in order for, for Pluto, which is, which is having a huge field day <laughs> right now in order for Pluto to dredge, to, to remove it, it needs to be dredged up. And that's what Jupiter's uh, doing. And that's actually today, the Jupiter Pluto conjunction. Um, they're both retrograde in Capricorn. So we're getting the amplification and dredging up of old issues, and we've got to. And that's what Mercury in um, Cancer retrograde and the op in the opposite sign. That it's together, it's like old issues are as a country our Sun is in Cancer, so these are some old American issues that are being resurfaced, and so it's like that doesn't mean all good opinions and all good things are going to (laughs) resurface. So we need to see that we need to see this awful stuff in order to combat it. And I think women are, are women are key. Women are the key. We're we're the key. If if we can reject it and do the shadow work and remove the trauma. um, Like actually I was even, even like body like dysmorphia and all of that, that is all, planted I was talking to my friend she was like complaining about weight during coronavirus and she she was like saying something like um just you know about it and I was just like you know (laughs) I remember my mom used to take me to Victoria's Secret when I was like in eighth grade to get like pink you know that's trauma but she had no clue you know she just wanted to give me like I saw it and I wanted it I saw the advertisement thought it was cool walk in there there's women with legs the size of toothpicks that's traumatizing straight up trauma that we all have been experiencing day after day after day and we don't realize how bad it is until you literally are like "Hello." and i said this i was like you know you've been seeing that for your whole life you've got to work on that like that's that's your shit like use this time to work on this and like you know take a walk eat healthy take care of yourself But we've gotta let go of these old programs that we need to be skinny, we need to look this way, we need to look that way. Like, and if you notice, Jersey doesn't exist anymore. Like the, the fashion show, all that stuff is gone. So it's breaking up. It's leaving, you know?
0: And it's so it overwhelms all our thoughts and feelings. It's like you want to choose a more high high vibrational thought. You can't dismantle, you can't dismantle racism when you are obsessing over the food that you are putting in your body all day every day Mm -hmm. and like that's where all your thoughts are lying it's just
1: all so interconnected because then it's like with food some people that's a symptom you know if you're a black person that can be a symptom of a systemic racism so it's just all it's all connected or or mental health issues or even like let's just like leave the black experience out of it outside of that. You know, there's opiate addiction amongst um, white youth. There's um, all kinds of addictions that were, are man-made and planted to completely destroy people and, and get, and put them out of their own bodies so that they are not present and can be controlled easier. So that it's happening at a global scale. It's just, I'm a big believer in like, and I think this is the Scorpio in me, like, in order to, to, to change and experience ascension and alchemy, the biggest, deepest rot has to be like, dug out. And right now, to me, like, systemic racism is like, one of the biggest, deepest, and it's worldwide, it's not just, it's like, class is a, is a part of it. Um, uh, capitalism. Um, dominance by, you know, the white male elites, like all of that, it's all, that's the big thing. And once that is like completely resolved, to me, it's like just a chain reaction of a lot of things. If people are caring about other people, they're naturally going to care about the planet. They're naturally going to care about, it's like, how can we care about the planet and, and animals? So I just think it's like, we have to dismantle the the like worst re, like the core thing and that's hatred of other people is that's it
0: <laughs> yeah that small thing it's, it's
1: you know and it, it's really easy it's a really simple solution but it's it's not because it's so deeply embedded like I mean I study I've studied black history like I've I, I mean I'm black I've taken black history classes my grandmother who's a teacher made it her like her job to teach all of her grandkids about their history and it's like insane how systematic and for how long and i think a lot of americans do not know their history and it's not their fault it's the schools but that is another part in the whole story that's a whole another part in the programming How else can you program people accepted their most vulnerable when they're kids? And why would you tell them the truth?
0: So this starts right away in the school systems.
1: And it's insane that schools are shut down right now in America. And there's no conversation from the government about changing them or doing anything about them. Like, no... Like I've never heard a com. I haven't heard a conversation about like arts programs or creative programs or helping children. All I hear is like <laughs> about you know going to war with countries outside and go- and the immigrants and you know um, the economy. I don't hear about the actual issues. Like immigrants are not the problem, and it's like the Republican Party has ha- they've labeled them as the problem while they're taking all the money and screwing over every single citizen. Like, that's what blows my mind about like, it's it's like the programming, it, it's just so deep. It's like, you're literally, it's like, it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome actually, when you think about it. It's like, you're li- like, you're believing them and it's like, oh, let's hate on these Mexicans because they're taking all our jobs. It's like, no, there's plenty of money. You. They're just taking, they're just taking off yours and blaming on somebody else. It's it's crazy,
0: crazy to think about. So we're in this pandemic. We are showing up for Black Lives Matter, and we are in Mercury retrograde, which we have until July twelfth. Yes. Yep. So, what are some things we can do to navigate Mercury retrograde? I definitely
1: think look, start to look inward. I know it's like, we all say that, but really like try to develop a meditation practice that allows you to just be open. And I think that after some days of doing that, you can have a better understanding of what you, who you are and your passions, because like you were saying before, it's all about authenticity and your truth and your true voice, because for so long, the part of the programming is to squash that. And so in order for us to break through this, understanding who you are and understanding your truth is the first step. Because I think the way our lives were run prior to COVID was, you know, you had a schedule, you have your job and you're going to an office and you got so many things to do. And then you have social life and then you have this and you have that. When have you taken the time to take a minute and actually do that? Just because it's like a lot of us don't know ourselves and what we even like. Or we think that like, say, you know, you're an accountant and like a recent, ca- a recent client who's an accountant and she's, look, I'm looking at her chart, I'm like, you look like you would be like a great like therapist and healer. Like why are your, your, your parents and your programming and uh, made you believe that you need that. And then it's a distraction, but you need to like completely go on the opposite end of the spectrum with what you're doing. She's like, yeah. But it's like you should, having that busy life like it and, and distracting yourself and looking for outside answers is not that's not what you should be doing. Um, and I think also taking it slow. I live in New York City and it's really interesting. I now feel like I live in like Florida because. There's less people and I, you know, my schedule is that I can take a moment. I don't have somebody like running my schedule and running my program. So I think like use this as an opportunity if you, uh, if you are at home to start just being in the moment and being present. Um, And I think that that will help you kind of navigate because another thing to think about is Saturn is dipping back into Capricorn early this month. So we had a preview of saturn aquarius so y'all saw the civil unrest you saw all the stuff and you saw all the lessons coming out of what we need to be doing so now as saturn goes and i literally said this months ago i'm like okay we're gonna open up new york open it wide up i'm walking around i'm just seeing people are still protesting here and actually still i think it's just new york new yorkers but outside you see people just like going to the beach doing whatever like oh you know, like let me just ignore my life, and it's not even just world events ignoring. It's like ignoring your own life. Like, okay, let me like go back to this like shitty job, or okay, I'll just stay in a shitty relationship. Like, you want to go to the beach? Like, just distracting themselves. And they're gonna be doing that for the next month and a half, and then Saturn, and, and or I honestly for the next summer, for this summer, and then um, when fall comes around, we're back. And so then then people are it's gonna and it's gonna be even more intense. So it's like right now the universe is asking you to reassess re realign, align with your true purpose make the changes you need to do now so that when that time comes you are you are ready and you're prepared for it because yeah it's right now people are thinking it's it's over and it's not coronavirus and then the civil like all of the social justice all it's
0: not over oh we're in the beginning of a uphill conversation. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Are you unlocking your full potential? We pause this episode to make sure that you have a meditation and mindfulness routine that supports your highest potential, increase productivity, lower your stress levels, and improve your sleep. This is why we created the Spiritual Intelligence Quiz. Join thousands of others that have taken this 30 second quiz to help them find a meditation routine best for their personality type. You are unique. Your meditation practice should be too. Go to erinracheldoppelt.com slash quiz or head over to my homepage to check it out there. Again, it's erinracheldoppelt, E-R-I-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-D-O-P-P-E-L-T.com forward quiz to take the quiz today. See you there, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay. So for everyone who's listening, and they're activists, and they're healers, and they're light leaders, and they're also into astrology, and they want to deepen their astrological connection, where does someone start?
1: Absolutely, booking a reading, um, and I'm not just you can you can book with any astrologer, anyone that resonates with you online. Like I'm not even saying that just because I am one. I'm saying that because um, there was no replacement for having your chart analyzed by a human being. Um, I have a thing against apps, like, like an app like CoStar, who actually posted some very tone-deaf things at the beginning of the George Floyd protests and then deleted them. But a lot of us saw it and called it out. But that is another, th- here we go, Oops, symptom, like seeing who they are. It's just another case of venture capitalists swooping in and trying to capitalize off of our craft and it takes years to get to a certain place and self-work to do this work and it's not just a planet in sign compared with someone else's planet in sign and then a paragraph about pluto in an algorithm that's not it's just not going to serve anyone it's not going to serve you like go see someone a living breathing person who will walk you through for an hour and then do follow-up sessions for your transit once a year you can understand what's coming up ahead. It's really like an, an astro, like, I don't know, workout routine. I don't know what to call it. Like astro routine, but staying up on these energies can really help you improve your life. Um, and not only that, you're supporting independent businesses because all of like most of, I, I can't, unless you're a bigger website, um, all of us are independent. So that's another factor as well. You actually are supporting healers who are, Gifted at doing this, and it's not just, you know, we're able to get daddy's money because they're white <laughs> and start a startup.
0: So. so, if I just know that I'm a Gemini, what mm. can I do with that information?
1: Well, right now, um, so the North and South node just moved into the Gemini Sagittarius axis. So, that is now signaling you are the next eclipse, part of the next eclipse cycle for the next two years. Um, so we're finishing out the cancer Capricorn axis. We had one in um, Sagittarius on June 5th. Um, but then ne- next, um, eclipse season, we have le- the last one in Capricorn on July 5th and then next eclipse season, towards the end of the year, you're going to be getting your, eclipses. <laughs> so, and that's good. I just finished mine in terms of my rising and my descendant. And it was just a complete overhaul in my identity who I am as I relate to other people um business partnership all of that regular partnerships love partnership it looks very different right now and it's and I am grateful honestly for everything that happened even if it may seem challenging in the moment so eclipses can be really good um, for people and i think these eclipses that have been happening like the um cancer solar eclipse it was um last sunday and then um do july yeah july 5th we have the lunar eclipse in capricorn coming up and so they're on the opposite those are opposite ends of that axis so it's finishing up that north node in cancer that south node in capricorn that was happening when the pluto-saturn conjunction happened in january that caused all this so it's finishing up that deed of down with the patriarchy and then the north node in, Ca- in cancer which is the divine mother and somebody who nurtures the collectives and t- nurtures, nurtures the collective and takes care of people and um, you know works with marginalized groups instead of demonizing them and suppressing them. So that's really where we're going. But we need all of this stuff to come out <laughs> in order to get there. So those are the last two eclipses on that cycle. And then we have election coming up, like. It's a it's an intense six months.
0: So it sounds like for you, astrology has absolutely changed your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tremendously. It uh, cause I mean I, I've always had um abilities since I can remember, but I just never knew how to channel that and for a lot of, for some time I shut it off and just was like, I don't know, like <laughs> let me go get a job. Like I just didn't have any direction. Um until I felt it just kind of knocked me in the head. And then I was like, oh. And then I just, as I was studying it, it's like the the info just, it just makes sense. Um, and that's kind of just how it happened. And then I was able to use my abilities and channel it in a productive way instead of just sitting on them <laughs> and not knowing how to direct, you know, direct my life and direct myself.
0: What are some practices that are you that you use current day to really hone in on your abilities?
1: I'm definitely just looking at, I mean, looking at transits, analyzing, analyzing my chart, analyzing solar, analyzing progress charts in terms of myself. I try not to get too intense because sometimes you don't need to know everything, but that's also part of um, my meditation practice is I, I meditate three times a day. Um, and the reason why I do that is to allow space to know certain things and to deal with them too. Um, because that's part of shadow work. And then I also have done my own shadow work. So that's removing ancestral trauma and blocks myself. I also have gone to my own spiritual healers um and practitioners to get help with that as well. Um, but those that has that really has helped me um on my on my journey. Um and then also understanding not just i don't even like calling it a law of attraction but understanding i guess universal law and how to actively incorporate it into my life in terms of manifesting the life that i want for myself um, that also has been a huge part of my practice and i'm also a practicing witch um, so the thing is is people don't realize unless you have that that law universal law really deeply rooted here you can't manifest you're burning a candle if you're if you're lighting a sa- like if you're doing a ceremony and you don't have it here in your head it's not going to work and i've had a spell back i've had a major spell backfire <laughs> a couple years ago cuz you that's why they call it practicing witchcraft because you don't unless you do dumb shit you don't get better and i realized what i did and i was like i got to work more here before i start doing the bigger stuff so then i built that knowledge up so then to be able to um do actual rituals and see and see things manifest.
0: You have me at which I think this is the most important thing for women to really wake up to is that we've been silenced for so long and we all have these intuitive witchy abilities and now is the time to really show up for them. So I know you're speaking to me in my heart, but if we are awakening to our inner witch, how do we even begin?
1: But, Sit down, take a crystal out, sage it, and meditate. That's the first step. Because until you get your head right, like, you're not, like, how are you going to manifest love if you have um, trauma wounds from when you were five? Like, how are you, and why would you want to? Remo- you got to remove it and then see somebody, like, see a manifestation coach, like, see someone like me Remove to remove that. So that you can have a clear vessel to actually manifest it's kind of the point where i actually don't even need to do rituals as much like i'm just like i just think about it i'm like oh that'd be fun and then just like all right file it away and it like next day something happens that's 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 the space you want to get in but the, the reason why all of these programs have been put in place in modern history is to remove that ability because if, if we knew that we can literally manifest anything we want, like literally anything, like if I wanted to be like, I don't know, Madonna-like figure tomorrow, I could do it. Like can, can anyone. But if we knew that, then there would be no need for this whole elite mess of them owning trillions of dollars, having trillions of dollars and, you know, having all the power in the world. They wouldn't have it because they know that everyone has their own internal power and light. So if we dim that, if they dim that light, like, okay, they'll stay slaves. But now we need to wake up and just hold it down and just stay strong in in your power and who you are. Beautiful.
0: If your words went viral and all the women in the world could hear your wisdom, what would you share with these women?
1: I would say you are beautiful just the way you are. It's easy to believe that's not true. And I even have my moments. Like, even though I woke up this morning, I was like, "Oh!" Like, I looked in the mirror, I'm like, I need to put on makeup. I was going to shoot a video, and I'm like, really? Like, but that's also my Leo moon talking. But, like, really, that is the key. Like, if you love yourself, nothing can, like, mess with you. <laughs> like, you will be good. So, and I, it's, it's hard sometimes too, especially if you're a black woman, like, when you see something like Breonna Taylor happening and you feel like society doesn't care about you. But, you know, just hold it down and know there are people that do actually, it's not just those old, you know, white men sitting in positions that they don't deserve. We all do care. So just remember that and love yourself. (laughs)
0: Love yourself, everyone pay attention to that. Where can we find you?
1: So you can find me at LilithAstrology.com. So L I L I T H. And you can find me on Instagram at Lilith Astrology and on YouTube and Facebook as well.
0: I'm so. fantastic. Hi. Amazing. And all this will be linked in the bio. Thank you so much for being here. Really, really. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being a wise woman podcast listener. We are really here to serve you, to share wisdom, truth, and authenticity. May this be your time to shine. We really are here to encourage you to radically show up. Please comment below which rituals help you stay calm, centered, present, and allow you to show up for your great work. Let us know what resonates with you in this episode. As always with podcasts, we need high rating subscribers and comments to receive good standing and to continue sharing wise words with women all around the globe. So please if you like us, we like you too. comment, subscribe, rate us. We truly love to hear from you. Please email me hello at com. If you want to connect with me, it's hello at erin, com. Let me know what's on your heart and we can connect there. Thank you so much for being here.